Welcome to the DHG podcast series with a focus on life beyond numbers with topics about people, careers and flexibility. And now, here's your host, our Director of Corporate Communications and All Things Fun, Alice Gray Harrison. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our DHG podcast series. I'm Alice Gray Harrison, your host, and I love this venue because we get to hear about the things that matter the most to us, flexibility, careers, and of course, stories about our people. As we celebrate Women's History Month, it is an honor and a privilege to have conversations with some of our DHG heroes. Throughout 2021, we are having conversations with people who are pushing the needle forward at DHG and beyond. This month, we're really focusing on gender equity. We're lucky to have many team members who help us progress in this space, who are sponsors and advocates and mentors and people who just simply speak up. Joining me today is one of our heroes, Vladi Dimov. Vladi is an assurance senior manager and has been a virtual team member since before the pandemic. So it's really going to be interesting to hear her perspective. I'm delighted to have you with us today, Vladi. Welcome. Thank you, Alice Gray. It's a true honor to be part of your podcast and to be nominated as one of the heroes. So very happy to be here today. Oh, thank you. And after everyone listening hears Vladi, you'll see why she was chosen and she's awfully humble. But my first question for (laughs) you is, what is most surprising about being a female in the accounting profession? Well, the most surprising for being a female in the public accounting for me is that many women just face with a hard choice of whether to keep their job after they have a child. So unfortunately, there are many women who just decide that they have to quit their career and devote their time to themselves, to their family, to their kids. And that's amazing. I admire ladies like that. But juggling a career and a kid has always been something that has been a big concern for me and just had no idea how I will possibly do it when I have kids until I actually had it at my daughter four years ago almost and pretty much had to face it and figure it out myself. So public accounting is one very dynamic and extremely fascinating branch of accounting with endless possibilities for growth and knowledge opportunities. So I decided not to give up. I decided to just keep my career and do the best I can there and just figure out a way to be a great mom and a great auditor and consultant. So that was four years ago. Has it been easy? Probably not. It's been challenging. Some days have been quite exhausting. But I am a true believer that when you have your goals in order, both personally and professionally, it's very easy to keep yourself on track and kind of keep going in progress every day and being a good mom and a, a good worker. Yeah, so I have to admit, I've been very lucky to be part of a firm as Dixon Hughes Goodman, and I'm just very thankful for everyone's support throughout the year so far. And we're grateful that you leaned in to to being a mom and continuing in your career. So what's one thing that people might be surprised to know about you? Well, (laughs) one thing is that most people don't know that Vladi is not my 
full legal name, I guess. This is just the nickname I go by to make it a little bit easier for everyone is I have a very long name, which usually shocks people when I introduce myself with it. So that is Vladislava. And the origin of my name is Slavic, as I'm actually born in Bulgaria, Eastern Europe, very small country, which I left about 16 years ago by myself with the huge dream of having my master's degree from an American school. So, yeah, that was 16 years ago, and I did a little bit more than just get a degree (laughs) from an American school here. That's amazing, and I think your name is absolutely gorgeous. So before this podcast, you and I spent some time catching up and had a great conversation, and we talked a lot about flexibility, which it's always been an important topic. Always. Let's just go with the past 10 years. It's been an important topic, but it's really, really risen to the top as we moved into the pandemic. And now it's hopefully we're beginning to move out. Can you share with us why for you flexibility is so important? Well, flexibility is important for me because it allows me to better meet my personal and professional needs and duties. Like I said, as a mom and as a professional, I have both responsibilities equally important. So by having this extra flexibility, I can plan more efficiently both of those roles. And I believe that results in better productivity on both ends because I just have a little bit more freedom to choose the way or time I will be working or doing my personal responsibilities. So what I usually do, and I kind of slice my time with specific tasks and the time it has to take during the workday so that I make sure I'm on track and on time to be done, to be able to pick up my, what I call second job sometimes, (laughs) my, my personal agenda after work. So having this extra flexibility allows me to do more in one day. And I do manage it with multiple to-do lists, I have to admit. (laughs) I do have a few of those, and I'm trying to take full advantage of the flexibility. As a virtual employee for years now, I have to say it has taken a trial and error to kind of figure out what works best until I finally figure how to fully take advantage of the flexibility that you get when working from home. Yeah, you know, it was funny. I've reflected on our conversation, and Vladi, I'm going off script for just a second here. (laughs) But I've reflected on something that you mentioned, and, you know, just this goes to Women's History Month and being able to lean in and how we all do things a little bit differently. And One thing you said was scheduling in going to the grocery store and that, you know, for you taking that time with your daughter, you can't go to the grocery, but it's become an outing for the two of you. And, you know, she goes to bed at seven or eight o'clock. I mean, it's fairly early, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, actually, she goes to bed a little bit later. (laughs) (laughs) But you couldn't, my point is like, you couldn't put her to bed and then go to the grocery store. So you use that as an opportunity to you know, check something off your to-do list, like going to the grocery store and spending quality time with your daughter. And I thought that was such an interesting way to think about multitasking, really, right? 
Yeah, I do like multitasking. I do it a lot, sometimes successfully, sometimes not so much. <laughs> but I've noticed that, I, yeah, I, I try to plan grocery trips, some other errands, like I take her with me and try to make it fun and try to make it like an adventure for her. Or let's do this and then we'll do something else. So by the time we finish all this fun things, going to the grocery store, <laughs> I guess, then I could go back and like pick up on a few more extra hours of work. Right. After that. Right. I love that. I love that. Well, I, I think that if I had the opportunity to do an interview with your daughter in 10 years, she probably will point out that she thinks you're a hero because you were able to do it all. So yeah, well, that's my goal. I great. That's my goal. I want to be the hero for my daughter. That's wonderful. I feel exactly the same. We're kindred spirits on that. So I can't help but ask you this. Who's your hero? Well, my ultimate hero is my mom. She's my biggest supporter, helper, critic. She's just the person who made me who I am today. I mean, she's been pushing me to get good education, good job, gives me great advice for how to be a good mom. I mean, she flew from Bulgaria to take care of Mia. When she was only two months old, so I can go back to work. She supported me in going back to work. So on top of that, she's also an accountant. Really? So yes. Wow. So that's how, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've always been fond of numbers, paperwork, and everything she does. I've spent plenty of days in her office when I was sick and couldn't go to daycare. So my toys would be something like piece of paper, pencils, typewriters, calculators, <laughs> uh, things like that. Yeah, but she's one of those working moms, working all her life, cared for two kids, cared for sick parents, siblings, like you name it. She did it, never complained about it. I mean, she even flew through pandemic to help me with me as well. Wow. She has, I mean, motivation and determination. I do want to have myself. That's what motivates me every day to be a good mom, working mom <laughs> with a kid and just be the hero for my own daughter. Oh, Vladi, that's amazing. And I couldn't agree more. Your mom sounds like the biggest hero ever. Yes, yeah, she is. She's pretty great. <laughs> well, Vladi, thank you so much for sharing your story with us and your perspective. You really are a hero at DHG. Thank you very much. I'm truly honored to be considered one. And thank you all for listening to Life at DHG, our premier podcast series. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll tell your friends and colleagues. Be sure to check out our DHG blog for more great stories about our life beyond numbers. Join us next time for another edition of Life at DHG.